Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. And welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my plantain-eating co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. This is the sound of plantains. Mm-hmm, they're gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'd crunch with my teeth. Um, we are recording again from Costa Rica. We batch recorded here. There was We got to do this together. So again, if the sound sounds echoey or you hear knocking on the door... Uh-huh. <laughs> eventually put up a private do not disturb um so we you know um we've been traveling a lot and um i've been reading a lot of news and i've been looking for things to read that are not you know bigger things that are happening in the world but just like interesting things and so found this article from CNBC that was written by Darius Daniels and it's called the most successful people have this type of intelligence and it's about being people smart right and so we wanted to kind of just go through this because we found this to be a really interesting article and a couple of things that they say is a lot of times people really focus on their IQ right their intelligence quotient um and they also think about their emotional intelligence right and then there's also this idea of your RQ or your relational intelligence so that's the skills of navigating relationships well but as we were sort of reading this this um article, one of the things we we found in here are these four questions that they asked in terms of how do you get started, right? How do you improve your relational... Relational? Relational quotient. So when you're thinking about being smart, sometimes people think book smart, right? They're thinking IQ, your intellect. And so that's what a lot of people do think about. When you're thinking about emotions, and this was something that was coming up 
I think, you know, early part of 90s and 2000s of EQ, emotional intelligence. So tapping Because that's like emo music, right? People were talking about A little bit. um, And that, you know, you had to manage your your emotions in a way, otherwise they'll manage you sort of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, or um, people that were felt really successful um, in corporate. Where I heard it was in during my MBA, when they would talk about uh, corporate, all the best salespeople actually had a higher EQ than they did IQ. They weren't book smart, but they were like emotionally smart. Mm-hmm. You know, they knew the nuances of selling. This is kind of the, I guess, in my mind, when I was reading it, kind of the version of that, it's the relation- relational quotient, meaning how well you navigate your relationships in life. So I think that it's more external than internal. Uh, as far as like um, a quotient or, you know, measuring whatever quotient. So this is like how you, uh, uh, how you navigate your relationships in life and how they make you to be a smarter person, essentially. Yeah. So what they say in the article is relational intelligence is the ability to discern if someone should be a part of our lives and what place they should occupy and then align them accordingly. It also gives you insight into whether you're putting too much or too little effort and time into relationship. So what does that mean? So many of us spend so much time on social and we're like in relationship with people that we're not in relation with. And so you're, you're, I feel like we're getting a lot of energy sucked and zapped or we're being mm-hmm. influenced by people that we normally wouldn't be influenced by. And then the thing when we started the product boss, it was really this idea of you're not alone, right? We yeah. gave product bosses a place to understand that they were no longer alone as long as Amina and I have built this community and this podcast of knowing that you're not alone as this entrepreneur. So when you're thinking about who you're in relationship with, and we've talked about, you know, your some of the five people you're in relationship with, you know, there could be people like your friends and your family, right? Um, associates, so people that you kind of might work with, right? They, they, you have a similar interest or desire. There's people that are mentors that are to you. There are people who are advisors that offer you guidance in specific areas. Mina and I are probably more advisors when it comes to the yeah, mentors, I would mentors. say. Yeah. And so when you're thinking about this and you're thinking about your, your, um, your relational relational categories and like who you're um, assigning with, who are you around? Like, what are you doing to um, improve your life in this way? Because it is really hard to grow a business and be an entrepreneur when you're not surrounded by that or when you're not getting information around that. If you don't have coaches or experts or programs or communities or friends that are fellow entrepreneurs. And so that's where you're going to feel alone a lot of the times and you're going to feel stuck ultimately. Yeah, I think, you know, going back to kind of how we name this podcast, The Most Successful People, well, I think it cues you into what your version of success is, Mm -hmm. you know? So like for a lot of us, you know, you brought up social media, we get, we want validation from strangers on the internet, Yeah, you know, when really we should be looking for validation within ourselves. The person you spend most of the time with is yourself Mm -hmm. and the, not even your spouse, right? You, even those really close intimate relationships, you actually need some sort of intelligence when it comes to queuing into yourself and what you need and things like that. And then the relational part of that is that I think in success, you start to realize that 
you know, successes derive from the relationships you keep Mm -hmm. and the ones that you let go. And so we've talked about this, but Mina and I are traveling a lot this year because we are in programs and masterminds where we are wanting to surround ourselves and create relationships, deeper relationships, new relationships with people, whether Mm -hmm. they're mentors and coaches, whether they're peers, um, whether they turn into new friends, where we're surrounding ourselves. And I think coming out of 2020 and 2021, where we felt really isolated from Mm -hmm. each other and we connected on social media, now we're looking for real connection and to have this, um, you know, have this part fleshed out. So we wanted to bring up these four questions that are asked inside of this article with you, because as you're growing your business, right, as you're scaling, you're the boss of your business, you want to grow it. Are you working on who you're surrounding yourself with? Right. Mm -hmm. I know you listen to this podcast. It's got free content. A lot of people call us coaches, but they're not in our programs where they're coaches, which is awesome right? You've found mentors or advisors for your business. Um, but are you surrounding yourself with people? And I think that's why people like to join our programs, whether mm-hmm. it is, you know, multi-stream machine, our mastermind and our new program, which is the product biz accelerator, which is going to be a five month group program that is going to be, you know, there's going to be live calls. So that's something where it's going to be with us as mentors and there's going to be coaches as advisors. Um, there's going to be friends and, uh, colleagues, And they're all working on the same content and working towards the same goal. And that's sort of the idea here where like, are you working on this for yourself? Mm -hmm. So if if you're interested in that too, just head to theproductclass.com slash fast track and you can jump on that wait list. Um, Because people on the wait list will get uh, 48 hour early access to it. So here are the questions we want you to ask. But first I want to preface it with what they said. Reflection is an essential aspect of RQ and it involves asking the right questions to give clarity because you need to reflect on these questions in order to even gauge what that means to you, right? Your own lens. So here are the questions. Right. Okay. So the first question, ask yourself, where am I in life? Right. So think about where you are. Think about it from the purpose of emotionally, professionally. Where is your business? You know, um, can you, do you know what you need and what you want? Do you know where you want your business to go? Do you know what you want your relationships to look like? Do you know what you want? Before your we jump to, to that, because like? those are the next questions. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, a gauging your barometer. So this first question is, where am I in life? So take a journal page and write down free form. Where am I? Well. My emotionally, I feel full or I don't feel full. Spiritually, I wish I had this. Like, I, I wouldn't put any parameters around it, but I think you're just literally putting, you're answering that question in a way that you're doing a check-in, mm-hmm. you know? So you're going to check in, where am I in life? So question two is, what do I need? Right? So what do I need? So since we're a business podcast, we're going to talk about that. But what do you need for your business, right? What do you need to grow? Who do you need to be surrounded by? Which is, which is a big thing. Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us 
that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. And if you don't know what you need, it might be finding what you need through other people. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things, you know, where am I in life? Okay. I'm going to do this for myself. You know, I know Jacqueline said it was about connections, but for me, it's getting out of my comfort zone. So where am I in life? Well, I'm in this cusp of really stepping into being a visionary of a business and not being in the weeds of a business. Mm -hmm. I'm also very, um, in the age range where, where am I in life? Well, the age range where health is so much more important to me than it used to be. You know, also emotionally, um, you know, I, I want to be spending more time with my husband now that he's home or, or whatever it is, you know? So I think that there's probably that check-in point and then what I need and, and, you know, where I want to take the business. Well, I don't know what I need. I don't know what I don't know. So a lot of this year for me has been getting out my own, of my own comfort zone. So it's been, okay, I know that I will probably maybe the universe will serve up what I need, but I'm placing myself in certain situations. So, but you're certain, you're the situations too are amongst other people. Yes. Yes, for sure. So the other thing is like, what do I need? Right. Cause there's times in our lives, like when we were, when our kids were little, mm-hmm. that maybe we needed other moms that had little kids oh, for sure. through it. Right. You've got an 11 year old now and we mm-hmm. just bonded with someone at this, who she said to you, um, I haven't met anyone else with an 11 year old daughter going through what we're going through. Mm-hmm. Right. So sometimes we need personal Lord help us all. <laughs> sometimes we need personal, you know, for our personal life. Sometimes we just need to check out, like sometimes mm-hmm. we're looking for fun things to do. And other times we need people who are going to help us focus, keep us accountable, coach us. Cause you're, might be in that growth stage of your business. So what do you need? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we get mixed up in our, what we think we need. So oftentimes when we, when we're working with people, And, you know, this is a proximity thing. So a lot of times people uh, say that we change their lives, but they're just listening to us. Well, imagine being in a program with us that in the accelerator, for example, we actually get a, and you're closer to us, right? Because you're in our program, you're in a closer proximity. But oftentimes when people ask questions, Jacqueline and I can peel back the layers Mm -hmm. and we're like, well, it sounds like you're asking us about wholesale skews. But really what you need is for us to remove this mindset obstacle about being confident to sell wholesale. wholesale. So it is, you know, sometimes what you need is not exactly what you need, um, what you think it is. um, But it's a great question to ask yourself because I think sometimes people are more self-aware in knowing what they need and sometimes they aren't. They need to just meet the people first. Right. And for example, there's someone that um, kids are moving out of the house you know, and what they want to travel the world more. Right. So right now they may not need to do stuff mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to work and they maybe are aligning more with their, with their personal life. Okay. So the next question is what do I have? Right. So if you aren't getting what you need from a relationship, why is that the case? Is it possible that you have the wrong people in the wrong places? So for example, example, which one, all of it, this is like a huge one. 
so many people are like about my husband. wrong people in the wrong category, yeah. you know? Well, I was going to say, so what do I have, right? So before I ever met Mina, before I ever joined a coaching program, got a coach, a mastermind, any of that, as a solopreneur, I had my friends who worked for other people mm-hmm. and I had my husband, right? So what do I have? I had I had people that were really close to me and they were great in relationship to me for other things, but they were not great for what I needed, which was to grow and scale my business, to work through like obstacles when I was having a hard time. When I met Mina at the point that I met her, I was like, oh, I I hadn't, that was a big relationship that shifted my entire life because it was finally someone who was in product-based business, understood about selling products. We had kids around the same age, understood about scaling, you know, mindset, all this stuff. And so then I found this friend, we used to call each other biz besties, but I found a biz bestie, someone that we were really close and we bonded on business. Now the rest is history because we're here now 300 something episodes later in Costa Rica. Yeah, Costa Rica, baby. But but also sometimes the example I was going to give was sometimes people think their team is their biz bestie when it's somebody who works for them. Right. That's Which is way to look at it. definitely wrong category, wrong people in the right. wrong category. So a lot of times, a lot of you may have just a set, one other person working with you, right? And you're pretty close to them. I, I've done it, right? Mm-hmm. I've been really close to the one person I hired. And you start to treat them like friends and you talk in a very personal way, mm-hmm. which is understandable, especially yeah. when we're in these small business situations. But the idea there is that really you do need, you do want to think about how do I keep this as like a business relationship? Because the situation I was in is I couldn't let that person go because I cared too much about them on like so many other ways because we were friends as well. Yeah. I fully believe that you shouldn't let anybody dictate your your decision. Like if it's a, even a second in charge, they don't have the same sort of risk. They don't have the same things that keep you up at night. So you, you know, like I remember one person was so close to her team member and she was literally doing all the things. And, um, she, she would go to her and be like, okay, should we come out with this product or should we do this sort of marketing and all these different things? And that person really thought about it from their perspective. Like, this is my schedule. I'm going to have to fulfill this or I'm going to do this. Well, you're paying that person though. Right. And yeah. And that person thinks in a different perspective than you who has to sustain a business and feed your own family first and foremost, you know? So I think it gets super muddled about who you have and they need to be in the right categories. And that's fine. Even if they're your friends, you definitely need to go outside your circle and find other people. Like Jacqueline said, you know, we found each other that would have similar struggles, but also need that person to talk to as well. Right. So do you have that, right? So that question again was, what do I have? Like really assessing the people around you and are they meeting the needs that you have in the different categories of your life, right? Friends that are, you know, parents, a few fellow parents. I remember Mm -hmm. during this pandemic, we were all parenting on our own in our houses, trying to homeschool, feeling like Mm -hmm. complete failures, let me tell you. And then finally, when we get out of the house and we're back to school and we're around other parents and we're talking about their experience, they had really similar experiences in their own homes. So if, if we had had that connection during it, we wouldn't have felt as alone or at like struggle, like major struggle less. So just Mm -hmm. think about that. So the last question is, what do I need to do? Right? So the question is, does someone in my life or my business need to be realigned? That is the exact thing, for example, with like my husband always being the person I dumped all my struggles on, my successes, my being late, all the things that I did, 
he had to get all of that and really realigned is that I needed to realign and find someone like Amina or to be a part of a program or to get a coach or a mentor where I could talk to them specifically about business and realign that my husband wasn't the, the answer to everything, right? And then mm-hmm. he could be there for me as a father of our kids and emotionally and, and you know, love and all those things versus versus that. Yeah, I think this is super important because it it, it means that you're not actually cutting the person out of your life because I think every relationship is important in its own way, unless it's toxic. And then you probably do need to cut them out of your life. But if it isn't, some people enter and enter for a season and then they leave for a season, you know, or some people you just need to adjust your expectations because their season is different than your season. You realize, you know, so it's like, what do you need? Does that person need to be realigned? You know, my sister is probably, um, you know, they've got obviously born into best friendship, right? But do they want to hear about 300, 360 problems of my life? No, they're not the people for absolutely everything, right. you know? So when we say this, like the most successful people is if you want to think about people that you consider really successful, whether they're people, you know, whether they're people um, in government, they own major companies, they've had some sort of success. Think about it. They didn't get there alone. Right. Mm -hmm. And the smartest people in the room, like if you have a really high IQ, doesn't mean that the people with the highest IQs are the most successful people in the world. But the people that understand relationship. Yeah, the give and take of relationships too. Yeah, the cyclical cycle of it that you give, you take, your go-givers, your go-getters. It's not about being the smartest. So for all of you, it's not about knowing the most about business and that's going to be the thing, but it's what relationships are you in, right? Like, how are you relating to others? I think this also applies to your customers. Your customers want to feel seen and heard and they also want to have relation with you as a business or a brand. But at the end of the day, they're still just your customers. They're still just customers and you have to make the right decision for yourself too. But Mm -hmm. it's an idea of just people who are really successful understand relationship. They do. They understand they understand finding the right people for the right things. So that's our question back to you. Do you have, are you surrounded by people? Are you in relationship with people that are filling the needs that you have in all the different categories of your life? Yeah. And and when I was reading it, you know, I know that this article calls it filling your needs. And I feel like that feels a little bit hard because sometimes it feels selfish or whatever. So maybe think of it in a way where it's like, you know, are these people, the way that they are aligned with you, filling your cup? Mm-hmm. And are you filling theirs? Because the better relationships you, relationships you have that feel really aligned, that go with your life, you know, and vice versa, how relationships are all about filling each other's cups, Yeah, you know? And so um, I think those four questions are really great for you to start with, to really start building up that RQ muscle. And the other side to this is who do you need to cut ties with? Yeah. So we just unfollowed a bunch of people on Instagram. (laughs) We did. That's base level of cutting people out. Okay. And and they're not like, they're not you all. It's like um, other like influencers or people that we were just, you know, we just, we talked about and we're like, I'm not, I'm not feeling good anymore following certain people. And so that's another thing, right? That input that you have. Or maybe you have a Debbie Downer friend or someone who just does not support you in your growth or, you know, look at the people you're surrounding yourself with and think, does this person like 
help me grow and thrive into a better person? Is this person Mm -hmm. supporting me in the pursuit of being whatever you want to be in your life and whatever you want to pursue? Or is this person not? And then think about, do I continue this relationship with them, right? Maybe you pull back. It doesn't mean you have to be like, hey, we're not friends anymore. Click. You know, if you make a phone call or a text and go, it's just realignment. Maybe like you just keep them at arm's length for the time being. They aren't who you talk to about certain things, perhaps. And you just make it happen with um, not hurting their feelings, you know? So I think that it's just a way for you to gauge what's important. It's prioritizing. That's literally what it is. And what you need now. Yeah. All right. I hope this is helpful. And we'll see you at the next episode. Yeah, thanks everybody. And make sure that you get on the wait list for the product biz accelerator. That's the productboss.com slash fast track because we want to see you in there and reaping all the relationship rewards that you can. Yes. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.